I'm Janine. This is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Standing by to join me is Janice Kaplan. She's former editor-in-chief of Parade Magazine, author of the New York Times bestselling book, The Gratitude Diaries, and host of the hit podcast of the same name. And she's going to share the importance of gratitude, which we really need to focus on right about now, especially with the holiday season. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. You have such an interesting background. I am blown away about how many books you have written. Uh, let me back up before we get into the Gratitude Diaries. I know you went to Yale. Uh, when did you know, you know you wanted to be a writer? Was it from, the, from early on? Oh, I knew I wanted to be a writer well before Yale. I think it was in about third grade when I wrote my uh, first novel. You know, it was six pages uh, written in my basement. Um, and uh, when I graduated Yale, I got a fellowship to write my first book. And uh, ever since then, I've been writing and I've been a journalist and a magazine editor and TV producer. So it's been a it's been a fun career. Amazing. I you know I think about kids today how they spend so much time on their phones and most likely not a lot spend time reading. And as a child, were you a, were you an avid reader? I sure was, yes, and mm. continue to be. Um, and I don't know. Do you, I think people are still reading? Uh, maybe we're reading in shorter bursts or in different formats. Probably, but a good story never goes away. Absolutely. So tell me about this book because it's very timely, and I know it came out in 2015, but it's it is incredibly timely. The Gratitude Diaries. Right. And it's it's been a pleasure for me uh, that the book has has it was a bestseller and it's done great. And and that then iHeartMedia came to me at the start of the pandemic and asked me to think about doing a podcast, which I had never done before. So I That's got to great. try something new. And I started that at the uh, very, very end of June. And I think we're coming up to episode 100. So getting to think about oh. gratitude in these difficult times um, has really been a wonderful mindset for, for me. And I hope that I've been able to give other people a little bit of inspiration also. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I mentioned that um, my show, Get the Funk Out, I have had, you know, so many different guests and I, I recognized your name. I had you on, I guess, in February. But when I heard about this book, it's really in line with the things I do in my life, because I talk about gratitude being, you know, so essential right now, it, it kind of reframes things for you. I remember being in a, in a funk and writing to my teacher in Connecticut, um, because she made such a big impact on me. And I really appreciated everything she had done. Well, you raised two really important points there. Uh, one is that you said it reframes things, and that's exactly what gratitude does. It allows you to reframe a situation. I always think of it as quite literally turning a frame around on a picture so you can see it from a different perspective. And when you said you wrote a letter to a teacher, um, writing a letter of gratitude turns out to be one of the most powerful things you can do to fight depression. When I was writing the book, a psychiatrist at Mass General Hospital in Boston who deals with severely depressed and suicidal patients in the hospital told me that one of the most powerful tools he has is having people write a letter of gratitude. And that's pretty amazing, isn't it? I mean, he yes. has a whole arsenal of drugs <laughs> that you can also turn to. But as you discovered, when you write down why somebody has been important to you and how they've helped you in your life, it just changes how you think not only about them, but about yourself. 
And, exactly. uh, you know, you realize that, yeah, I am the kind of person who somebody has helped and somebody has been nice to. And I'm also a person who can recognize that. And it does pull you out of a funk uh, for many weeks afterwards. Definitely. And I feel, Janice, that now with what's been going on since March, that, you know, this is an opportunity to learn a lot about ourselves and to, in order to take yourself out of those dark moments, to, to reach out to somebody else, to help somebody else, to open up. Because I would rather, and I've done this, I picked up the phone and I spoke to a teacher of mine, another teacher from my school in Connecticut who made an impact on me. And then that connection just brought back a flood of wonderful memories and lifted me up. Yes, absolutely. And, and I did one of my podcast episodes on a letter of gratitude, writing a letter of gratitude. And I got so many responses from people who had had amazing results from it. That one person said she had connected with a, a, an old friend who she hadn't seen in years, and they then drove hundreds of miles to see each other and to have a socially distanced oh. meeting on, on their porch. I love uh, it. I emailed me to say that he had thanked a colleague uh, from long ago who had been a great mentor to him as he was starting out. And he's now without a job. And the person he wrote to asked him if he could help out. So you don't necessarily look for things to come back to you when you write a letter of gratitude or when you express gratitude. Right. It happens, right? Because reaching out to somebody else and expressing your appreciation to somebody else does change how both of you feel. It sure does. What else would you like people to know about this book? Well, I think it's uh, my, my way of writing and particularly in, in this book is, is to, it's a serious subject, of course, but it's also fun. I try to take people along on my journey as I'm trying to figure stuff out. And I interview a lot of uh, researchers and psychologists and Nobel Prize winners and uh, various important people, but it's, you come along with me into their offices and then you meet them and you can, you know, bumble along as, as I do. Um, and so I think our my sense is that it's nice to be able to take readers with me in a sense of discovery and make it fun to read um, as well as uh, hopefully being a little inspiration too. Fantastic. I put all your information, including information about your podcast and your book and you as well on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. I love how your podcast is really in these little tips, five to seven minute doses. So we have like micro lessons and you talk about the power of vitamin G. I think that was one of the episodes, uh, one word to get happier. I, I, could you tell me more about some of the podcast shows that have stood out to you? Sure. Well, lately, um, obviously it's the holiday season. So I've been talking about things like how to do better holiday cards this year and how to make holiday cards not that mass mailing where you're just bragging about, you know, your latest trip and your family's achievements because none of us had that this year. You know, everybody's 2020 yeah. looked sort of the same. So uh, either you yes. have a picture of sweats or it's not too legitimate. Um, so this year is the year to do a holiday card that really is a shorter list and is just a sense of appreciation to people that you really care about. I've talked in a recent podcast about creating new family traditions. You know, instead of feeling bad about the fact that you can't have extended family with you for the holidays this year, or that you can't have friends and you're not going out caroling and you're not going to those big office parties that you usually do. Right. 
think about it the other way. Think about, well, so what can make this year very special? Uh, at Thanksgiving, uh, my younger son decided that we were going to have a family turkey trot because the local race in town that we always go to was canceled. <laughs> so he made t-shirts for everybody with our family name and that said turkey so, trot. And we all went out to a fairly deserted street near us. And we love it trophies so that everybody could win their own age category and we played music and we laughed and uh i even love it lowest runner you can imagine got a trophy and we decided <laughs> that next year even if the local race is back we're going to continue that so that is you know, beautiful family race may not be everybody's idea of fun but think about what is think about how you can add music or poetry or whatever is very special to you uh to your holidays this year i so, love that yeah because it's not it's not you know what we're used to doing so you really have to think differently you have to pivot and come up with something um creative and thoughtful and I suspect that many of us are going to, you know, our, our, when we look back on things, uh, we often look back with, uh, with a much nicer glow than when we're living through them. And I think many of us are going to look back and say, oh, remember how special that holiday was last year when it was just the four of us and we sat around the fire and, and there was no outside pressures and we just had each other to talk and how lovely that was. And, oh, do you remember you made cocoa and it was delicious. Let's make yes. more cocoa. So try to appreciate the things that you can do and look at those positively. Yes. I mean, it's, there's a lot of happiness to be found in simplicity. Absolutely. And um, I, I try to give, as you said, very practical advice each day on, on the podcast. And I've even talked about things like, you know, how color, shots of color can, can add a little brightness to your day. As I was, I do a lot of research for each episode and I discovered that the most common color for a sofa is gray. So maybe today's the day to go out and buy a yellow pillow to throw on it. Really? Gray? <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that. And the biggest biggest question is whether it's light gray or dark gray. But right. I like blue gray. I like That's the bluish gray. <laughs> um, some people might not know you were previously editor-in-chief of Parade. That, wow, what a readership for that. Unbelievable. Right. Back when I was there, it was uh, the largest magazine in America at the time. And we printed, I think, 32 million copies and had 70 million readers. Um, so it was a wonderful job because it certainly gave me a platform to uh, talk to whoever I wanted and, and get wonderful people to write for us. Uh, but my sense even at that time was, boy, if I have this big platform, I want to use it for good. And yes. Uh, that has very much, since I've left, that has very much continued to be my feeling of how can we make things a little bit better? Fantastic. Before we wrap up, can you give any advice to people that are having a hard time right now? They are feeling down this holiday season? Sure. I, I think that it is a time to recognize that it's okay to feel bad. You don't have to try to pretend yeah. that you don't feel bad. You can recognize that things are not necessarily the way you would want them. But then allow yourself that moment to say, but what is good and what is okay? And try to get the perspective of maybe, as I said before, of, of a year from now, how are you going to look back? And if things are really terrible today, how do you want to use this day as the day that you're moving forward, as the day that you look back and say, yeah, 
it was a lousy day. It was a lousy experience. Terrible things happened, but I used that as a way to turn my life around. I used that as a way to move forward. That's the story you want to be able to tell. And today is the day you can start doing that. Absolutely. Where can people find out more about you, Janice? I have a website that's uh, JaniceKaplan.com and uh, the podcasts you can find on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts and uh, the books continue to be on sale at Amazon and, and everywhere else. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And I, I really enjoyed connecting with you again and, and stay well. Great pleasure to talk to you and very happy holidays. Mm-hmm. 